In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It is happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love Ladies and gentlemen, how are you this evening? Welcome, welcome one and all. You are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. LFA TV, baby. You've been waiting all day. You've been waiting all day. No, I'm just kidding. I am. You're ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. Coming to you from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire, it's an honor and a blessing and a privilege Not white privilege, just a privilege to do this job for you every single day. Although Joe Biden would say that this is called privilege. I didn't work to get here. No, nope, did not work to get here in any way, shape or form. I literally fell bass backwards into this seat because of my white privilegeness. Anyway, folks, we've got a lot going on today. We're going to be talking about teachers just need to leave our kids alone, how the schools are continuing to indoctrinate, how we need to push back even harder on these public schools and on this whole National School Board Association that like uh, rules the public schools with an iron thumb. We're going to be talking about the affidavit that the judge has ordered to be released. We're going to be talking about a whole slew of things here tonight. So thank you for joining in. However, what we're going to go to now is a very disturbing, a very disturbing video that was played by the uh, Denver School District, public school district, for their children to indoctrinate our children even further, folks. CRT at its finest. Check it out. Armed police presence often escalates rather than reduces the risk of violence in a situation. Because police have been trained to see people of color, gender non-conforming folks, and Muslims as criminals, they often treat victims as perpetrators of violence. So if the victim hasn't asked you to call the police, do not. Yeah. I repeat. Yeah, don't call them. Do not. If the victim call is the dead, don't call. If they're dying, don't call. If they're being raped and they can't s- scream, don't call. If they're being mugged and they're so shocked they can't speak, don't the call. The culture of white supremacy and anti-blackness is perpetuated by our media, political systems, and social media. You can contribute to making these attitudes unacceptable by challenging white supremacy even when you're not in a crisis. <laughs> if you're white yourself, Talk to your white family and friends Talk about to anti-blackness. Talk to and your white friends. Do it every day, especially when you're in an all-white space. Ooh, an all-white By space. By doing this, you confront the culture without putting anyone else in danger of an immediate backlash. Wow. 
Wow, and we're gonna teach him how to organize and protest for justice. Now is the time for all of us who believe in justice to come together. It doesn't have to look one way. You can canvas, you can phone bank, you can write letters, or you can even create art for the movement. Taking it to the streets is always nice. But if you don't have time for that, you could always support the marginalized populations who are on the front lines of this work by giving them money. There it is. White supremacy and anti-blackness affects all of us. <laughs> and fighting against it affirms all of our humanity. Ladies and gentlemen, that is what you call a Decepticon, a transformer. That is <laughs> a transformer. Ladies and gentlemen, that right there is the problem with our youth. They are fed this garbage. Anti-blackness. I want you in the comment thread, wherever you're watching, a lot of people are on the Getter chat, a lot of people on the Rumble chat. If you're watching on social media, comment and let me know the last place that you saw any anti-blackness. The last time I saw anti-blackness was from Joe Biden. And guess what? He made another big gaffe today that we're going to get to. But I mean, what, what a propaganda video by a Decepticon. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I mean is that person had a lot of testosterone. That person had quite a lot of testosterone pumping through the airwaves of that video. What absolute garbage. Oh, but it doesn't stop there. Oh, no, we've got a fourth grade teacher who says, I don't know. It's, it's weird to me to teach white kids. I don't know how to teach white kids. I hope they accept me. They're going to come into my classroom and see everything but white kids. Check this out. Talk about racism. So for the first time in my life, I'm going to be teaching at a majority white school. And I'm kind of interested to see how um, students and parents react to my classroom or if they even notice anything about it um, because it's built for non-white students. Oh, wow, that's um, racist. And what I mean by that is like, if you look around and you interact with some of the materials I have, you'll you'll notice that there's like no white kids represented in that um so just on like that that very first level of multicultural education and i don't think like my new students will mind but you know not a single white face there same with my coloring pages i have a big stack of coloring pages that students can use and not a single one with a person on it depicts a white person or character Oh because no. um, I just kept looking for for pages for them that they they'd relate to um, and then the only Disney princesses I have are Mulan and Moana because they're some of my favorites and coincidentally they are not white um, then another thing is my classroom library of course literature is kind of dominated by straight white men so there is a good oh, get deal it of off, that get it off. straight cis white men hey is racism a problem in the united states of america of course it is is it a big problem of course it is weirdly enough though it happens to be from white people to other white people there's racism major racism and bigotry towards white people but it's mainly from other confused white people it's such a weird Weird topic to talk about. It's such a weird world that we're in. But I do have, I believe I do have a soundbite for exactly what we're talking about. Let's go ahead and click that soundbite. How about leave those kids alone to teach them math and not common core math. Now, you know, regular math. You know what you call racist math. Teach that. Teach what we used to call social studies. Do you know what they call social studies in the state of Vermont right now, everybody? Are you ready for this? Global citizenship. Ding. Global citizenship. That's what they call social studies or history in the state of Vermont. So you can move there. You can move to the state of Vermont. Or you can move right here to the great state of New Hampshire. Where we were the first of the 13 colonies to declare our independence from the British. We were also the first in John Paul Jones to uh, fly an American flag on the sea and be recognized by another foreign, by another nation as an actual country. That happens in New Hampshire. We still call social studies, social studies. We, we still call history, history. We sure as heck don't call it 
global citizenship. Yes, we have global citizenship. Yeah, we're all in the same world. But guess what? God believed in nations and said so. And said so. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to ask for prayers tonight, if I could, for Joe Foreman's wife, Patricia. Uh, They asked for prayers right before we came live tonight, asking prayers for his wife. Uh, His wife, Patricia, has fallen. And uh, we want to make sure that we say prayers for for them and that they... uh, that she heals up quickly. So please, please keep Joe Foreman and Patricia in your prayers this evening. Let's go to the Lord. You know, tonight's, tonight's uh, devotional is very powerful. Read it before I came on, and I was like, wow, this is a really, really powerful devotional, which leads us to very powerful verses in the Bible, in the Bible from Peter and John. But let's get into this right now on this August 25th year of our Lord, 2022. Your mind is a spiritual battle. And there's a battle for a lot of things right now, folks, mainly for our youth. But your mind is a spiritual battlefield. That's why I urge you to stay alert. The evil one is the father of lies. His deceptions can worm their way into your mind if you let your guard down even for a second. When you ask for protection, always pray in my name because I defeated the devil utterly. On the cross. First Peter 5.8 tells us be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, around, uh, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. First Peter 5.8 and John 8.44. He, the devil, was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth. There is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. How many lies have we heard from politicians just this week alone, and it's only Thursday? Before you turn out the light tonight, begin your time with me this evening with a prayer for protection. So we're going to say the Lord's Prayer, and then we're going to follow that right up with a prayer for protection around our children and around our families. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one, and let's do that now. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Lord Jesus, we pray for an armor of God to protect our children, to protect our youngest of children all the way down to daycare, to protect their minds, protect their bodies. Lord, we ask for a protection around our homes and our families as our children go off to school and go out into the world, into society. As we know, the devil does wait around every corner like a lion waiting to devour their bodies, their minds, and their souls, Lord. We ask that you keep them on a safe path. Keep them on the narrow path. And if they fall off, Lord, please gently grab them by the hand and bring them back. We pray for this. We pray for Joe. Uh, We pray for uh, Patricia Foreman. We pray for her, has, uh, her health and her restoration, and we pray this tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Folks, when you start out with prayer, nothing can go wrong because you are in the presence of God. Remember, everything that you pray for, everything that you ask for, he has already blessed you with. You might not see it in your way, but it's already been granted. <laughs> like a wish. It's already been blessed, I should say. Anyway. Let's take a commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. Again, this is live from America. I thank you for being here. If you're watching on social media, I ask that you share during the break. We'll be right back. Powerful stuff when we start with prayer, folks. I can tell you that. Lisa Nakan, how are you? Oh, we don't have two trolls. Yeah, I know. I know. They love being here. Hey, you know what? I would want to go where the fun is. I would want to go... Where Christ is too. People that are, you got to understand, these lost souls, they are literally being called to us like moths like a flame. Now they're, they're going to come in very hostile, very upset. They're going to try to rile you up. But you want to know something? One of, these, 
Lost Souls in the comment section last night told me, I came here just to take over your thread and it was so easy. Don't let him play you like a fiddle. He is one of those, or she, is one of those lions waiting around the corner to devour you. Instead of letting them devour you, keep on that armor of God. Let them bite and run around, chase their tails in a circle until they get tired. It takes two to tango. Let them punch themselves out. How about that? How about that? Let's give some live shout outs. We've got Terry Sue in the building. We've got Cindy Lou who is watching. Prayer changes everyone. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. We thank everybody for your viewership as it's going to just kick in the, uh, the algorithm. So we thank you. We've got Michelle Groff watching. Lauren Cole is in the building. Melissa Steffi. Osborne H is in the building. How are you? Um, we've got Zach Rangerman. How you doing? Good to see you. Zachary White. Love you, man. Thank you very much. Amber Wolf. Roxanne is in the building. I'd like to thank Roxanne, by the way, for her very, very generous gift to me and my wife for her, um, for her Airbnb down in Florida, which we're going to go to in October, so I'm very excited about that. Um, GR Messick. Jeremy, shout me out, buddy. Come on. Co- Colorado in the house. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. Uh, Daudette, Patriot Donnie is in the building. Let's jump over to get her real quick. We've got about 800 people over there. Frack 21, Kitty 6, Kathy 352, Miguel Ortiz, Covey W is in the building, Bama Lady, Bev 1958, Snapdragons, Ruby Hines, Kathy 352, Heidi Piper, Mandy L007, Nick, uh, Nick Radiff, God bless you, my brother. I love you. You've been here for a long time. He said, ordered my field of greens and used the promo code LFA. Hey, I have a very, very, very specific message from field of greens and the home title lock people. You know what they told me to do? Thank your audience. They said, we absolutely love you. You've driven more traffic to us than most people uh, during these kind of sponsorships. And that is all because of you, not me. So big shout out, big round of applause for the LFA family holding true. Holly Tyndale is in the building. And one more, let's give it to Corn Pop, Captain Corn Pop, and Kim from Oklahoma. I love you guys very much. We had a great audience today, and that was because you guys not only shared out to your pages, but you shared to your direct messenger on Instagram, and you shared to your Facebook direct messenger. That is the best way to force multiply, and we've got to do that for the next 75 days like we never have ever before. Here we go. Let's get back to the show in the first and foremost section. Get your coffees ready or your wine or your bourbon or your whiskey, whatever it is, because it's time to rock and roll. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. It's time to rock and roll. You were locked and loaded. You're at the place where you get real news and honest views. You just watched Jack Posobiec on RAV. You just watched Drew Hernandez on RAV. And now it's time for a little bit of LFA on RAV. Please lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp. 600 rumbles in. Let's get to 1,600. If you're watching, please jump over to Rumble real quick. Give us those likes. Give us those views. And then you can pop over to where you would rather watch the show. Now, first and foremost, the Department of Justice did exactly what the Department of Justice was ordered to do. And they did submit their redacted version of the affidavit today to the Judge Reinhardt, Judge Epstein Reinhardt, (laughs) uh, in Florida, uh, just on time, just like they were supposed to do. So we're going to get into that story. And then we're also going to talk about what the judges ordered for tomorrow at noon. So today, right on schedule, the Justice Department did meet its Thursday deadline to file uh, under seal a submission addressing possible redactions and providing any additional evidence or legal argument that the government believes relevant to the pending motions to unseal. Now, do you guys know something that's very ironic and really just a kind of like a, uh, a frisbee back to the face or a boomerang back to the face from the Democrats? They have this love-love relationship with the fake stream, fake news media, right? The crazy part about this is, is not only is Donald Trump and his lawyers, and not only is what we call uh, the new right or right new, uh, the new right media, or uh, basically truth, uh, organizations calling for it and filing lawsuits to, to, uh, to unredact everything and to put out, to unseal the full affidavit. But you've got left-wing organizations doing the same thing because they think, because they're so incredibly ignorant and stupid, and so easily brainwashed and so easily uh, misguided, they think that what the DOJ and what the FBI 
used in order to raid Donald Trump is actually a big thing, is actually real. You know, the walls are closing in. We've got him this time. Yeah. How many times have you heard we've got him this time? How many times have you heard this is it? The walls are closing in on Donald Trump. This is just another one of those moments. And it just baffles me how the, the left took the bait on this and they're filing lawsuits. The Associated Press filed a lawsuit. AP, the ones that are really solely responsible for getting me removed from Facebook and a bunch of cry, crying, whiny, uh, you know, trolls and, and, and liberals. Thank God that happened, though, in such a better place in life. Not looking over your shoulder. But even the AP is filing a lawsuit. Everybody wants it out. So Judge Bruce Reinhardt formally rejected on Monday the Justice Department's last-ditch effort, uh, an argument to keep the Trump affidavit sealed, and he ordered it to, to, to be submitted today, which it actually did, which is extremely incredible. I didn't think they actually would. I figured that the judge would cave or something would happen. They'd postpone it. They'd give it a delay, whatever it was. Now, major media outlets demanded the release of the probable cause affidavit behind the FBI's raid of Trump's residence. Like I said, on the right and the left. On the right, because we know it was bogus and it was just another, uh, you know, duped FISA-style warrant. And on the left, because they think there's actual meat and potatoes and they're just finally going to break Trump down. I'm telling you, it's all working for the good of God. Conservative watchdog Judicial Watch, by the way, who was on... Um, who was on War Room, Tom Fitton, also demanded the release of these affidavits. Government lawyers argued that keeping it under seal would protect witnesses and FBI agents, blah, 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 like they actually care. All right, now let's get to the great part about it, and that is today a judge ordered the Justice Department to make public the redacted version of the affidavit that was submitted to him after he reviewed it, um, a redacted version of the affidavit it relied on when federal agents searched uh, Mar-a-Lago looking for classified documents. The directive from the U.S. magistrate, Judge Bruce Epstein Reinhardt, came hours after the federal law enforcement submitted under seal that portion, uh, the portions of the affidavit that they wanted to keep secret as their investigation moved forward. The judge said the department must file its redacted version by noon Friday. That means tomorrow. Tomorrow at noon, the world will know at least the redacted version of what they used in order to raid President Trump. Now, I'm surprised that the judge actually said, okay, this is good enough because he was given every inclination that he was going to ask them to redact things even further. And, and I'm sure there will be lawsuits when they do put this out. I'm sure it's going to be flooded with lawsuits from Tom Fitton, Judicial Watch, and others to redact it even further because I highly, highly doubt that we're going to know much more tomorrow at noon than we know today. I mean, I guess time will tell, but it is supposed to be released at noon tomorrow. He's given them uh, till noon to, uh, to, to make it public. But he did acknowledge, he acknowledged Monday, that it was possible that the redactions or the blacked out portions would be so extensive as to leave the public version of the document without any meaningful information. So that means there wasn't much in that that they could have, redacted that would change what we already know there isn't much there that's what he's saying the affidavit is likely to contain key information about the fbi's basis for the executive uh for executing excuse me executing a search warrant on mar-a-lago in palm beach on august 8th multiple news media organizations including the associated press like i said argued in court for the full disclosure of the affidavit that's what i'm saying so even when this gets put out at noon tomorrow, and more than likely we don't know much more than we already know right now, you're going to see even more pressure from the right and the left. They basically dug themselves a hole that they can't get out of. Let me ask you this. For everybody out there that just prays every night to a God that they don't believe in, uh, who, who hopes and wishes and crosses their fingers and does witchcraft and brings out the Ouija board and does these stupid seances or whatever it is that you think that you're doing to harm President Trump. I'm going to ask you this. If President Trump was guilty, then why is he not in jail? If President Trump is guilty, why haven't we seen any indictments? If President Trump is guilty of what they say he was guilty of, you know, it appears to be that he had the nuclear codes. It suggests that he had classified documents that could land him in jail for 50 years. You know, they always use this terminology, but where's the meat and potatoes? Where's the beef, as they said in the 90s? Why isn't he in jail? You know better than anybody else. Because nobody 
is going anywhere except Biden out of the White House and Trump back in. You know it. And your favorite thing to say is, oh, you insurrectionists are going to see when Trump is in jail. You're going to see. You're basically saying the same thing. It's a repeat. Pete and repeat fell off a fence. Pete and repeat fell off. Pete and repeat are sitting on a fence. Pete falls off. Who's, Who's left? That's all you're doing. Since 2015, you've been saying the same thing. For once, I would just love to see it come true. Nothing that you guys say ever comes true. Nothing that you guys wish for is ever reality. You live in a completely alternate reality, mostly digital, where you are your own biggest fan. Nothing but losers. And you losers can keep focus on winners while we winners can can, uh, continue to keep focusing on winning. Just like the losers that are watching this show right now that absolutely hate President Trump and me. Call me all the names in the book. (laughs) God bless you. We love you. God bless you. We love you. Now, moving on from that, breaking today from Jim uh, Jim Hoft from the Gateway Pundit. And and this was breaking uh, earlier this afternoon. Two have pled guilty in a scheme to sell Ashley Biden's diary where she talks about showering with her dad, Joe Biden. Sick individuals. These people are not, uh, these people are not godly. And these people sure aren't, uh, sure aren't blessed or going to heaven. But here it is right there. There's that, there's that creepy picture. There's that creepy picture of the, uh, the sniffer and thief, Captain Corn Pop himself. If Ashley's diary didn't have bad things in it that would incriminate Joe Biden, then what would anybody care for? Especially when we live in a social media world where everybody puts everything on the internet. A Florida woman came under an FBI investigation in June for selling Ashley uh, Biden's diary. The diary describes Ashley and her father, Joe Biden, taking showers together at an inappropriate age. Nothing, you know, obviously, obviously. Remember he told you he learned a lot about uh, cockroaches that summer? And kids jumping on his lap. The salacious entry should have launched an investigation into Joe Biden's degenerate behavior, not the people who got the evidence, and sure as heck not Project Veritas and James O'Keefe in the middle of the night. Instead, the FBI launched an investigation into the woman who found the diary abandoned at a halfway house. The diary is authentic. By the way, possession is nine-tenths of the law, right? Finders, keepers. The diary is authentic in the FBI previously raided Project Veritas for having a copy of it. Amy Harris, 39, found Ashley Biden's diary at a halfway house, probably left there by, by, uh, by uh, Hunter buying crack in Palm Beach in 2020, sold it to Project Veritas for 40 Gs, baby. According to the Daily Mail, Ashley Biden, Joe Biden's youngest daughter, left her diary under the mattress at a Palm Beach rehab home. Yeah, a rehab home. In a January 2019 entry, Ashley Biden recalled how she used to to shower with her father, Joe Biden, and suggested it may have contributed to a sex addiction. Of course, now the lady that that got her hands on the diary uh, sold it for $40,000 and now just pled guilty to it. There they are as uh, adults, probably still a sex addict, probably still has uh, nightmares and daddy issues based on what her dad did to her. Sick, sick people. And hey, let's go ahead and play it again. Should have been, hey, sniffer, leave them kids alone. Wow. I'm telling you, folks, everything, all that whole pedophilia stuff, all those uh, conspiracy theories about Pizzagate and all that kind of stuff that everybody tried to make you believe that you were a tinfoil hat wearing, uh, you know, Alex Jones wannabe for saying, well, it seems to me like it's pretty much all coming true. They've even got pedophile legalized in public schools. Pedophilia legalized in public schools. Title Nine. It's all about pedophilia. We'll talk about that tonight too. We'll be right back. Telling you, folks. I am telling you that November turnout ain't looking too good, Jeremy. <laughs> Says the moron who clearly hasn't seen the clean sweeps. No. You haven't seen the 26-0 clean sweeps? Didn't see that? No. Didn't see the Arizona clean sweep? No. Didn't see that little guy? Didn't see all that major donor money getting squashed like a bug? You didn't see that? Oh, it's okay. It's okay. At least you're in the right place. 
at least you are in the right place getting some knowledge. Getting some knowledge, and that's exactly what you needed the whole time, with some knowledge. And you found the show to give it to you. Congratulations. Congratulations. Enjoy your time while you're here, by the way. Anyway, let's move on, folks. Um, Before we come back from this commercial break, you guys are doing great. You guys are doing great on the shares, the views. Love you all. Thank you for the Rumble rants. Thank you for the Rumble. By the way, we did raise enough money for the Border Patrol table, so we're going to get that right out as well. Any Rumble rants coming in tonight will go to replenish any of the Slurp Fund left and continue to keep our producer employed. Having said that, Let's move right along, folks, and give some love right now to Pure Talk. Based in Georgia, American company, owned by a veteran. You're going to talk to them when you have a problem, not somebody from overseas. Right now, every business is trying to screw you over while you're paying more for energy, more for your heat, more for your gas, more for your rent, rent going up everywhere. They squeeze you in, they squeeze you, and they try to get every bit out of you like the IRS agents are going to do. If you own a business... Pure Talk drew the line in the sand. They said, no way, Jose. Stop screwing over the people. We're not going to give them hidden costs. We're going to lower their bills, and we're going to give them a phone and coverage for exactly what it costs to actually have phone and coverage. Right now, if you go to puretalk.com using the promo code Jeremy, you can lock in talk, text, and data for just $35 a month, and you'll get 50% off your first bill. If you need another reason, you get a money-back guarantee. You're choosing to support a CEO who's a U.S. veteran, and, ladies and gentlemen, you are supporting an American company. When you have a problem, you call them. They fix it for you right away. PureTalk.USA, or excuse me, PureTalkUSA.com, promo code JEREMY. Thank you very much. Woo, I love it. And I love school and morons. Isn't it so great? Isn't it so great to school somebody who wakes up every day, looks at themselves, and hates themselves so badly because they don't have God that the only thing that they can do is go out in the world and hurt somebody else? Those are the people that we need to show love and show them how to love. It's okay to have disagreements. It's okay to pick on somebody and have some fun here and there. But to be so utterly sad and lonely, I could never imagine that. Can you imagine your lives without God and being so utterly sad and lonely? I could never, ever imagine that. I could never imagine that. Anyway, folks, let's move on. Let's get back to the show because now we're going to talk about Mean Gene Kareem Pierre being stuck on stupid again. Actually being stuck on stupid again. Uh, Lisa said, did you get the answer from Home Title Lock? Here's Here's the crazy part about that. Home Title Lock said, we have not had this question before. We'll get back to you. We're looking in to see exactly how that works. So great question, Lisa. Great question. I did, uh, I did ask if we got an answer yet today. Hopefully, I'll get that by the end of the week. But they said, you're going to have to wait for an answer on that one. Isn't that crazy? There we go. We, we stress tested them. You're welcome, folks. Here we go. Thank you very much. Um, we're back here on Live from America, Real America's Voice News. And uh, is there anything more frustrating Then a government bureaucrat, somebody that wasn't elected, somebody who's hired or appointed or picked to do a job. Or even maybe they're in the Pentagon and they're in front of a U.S. you know, congressional hearing and you ask them, hey, give us the give us the statistics on this. Give us the analytics on this. Give us the answers to this. And they say, yeah, we're going to have to come back to you. Is there anything more frustrating? Is there anything more um, unnecessary than to have some full grown adult up there saying, I don't know what to tell you? In the U.S. government, while Mean Jean Corrine Pierre, the White House press secretary yesterday, was left like a record with a scratch, stuck on stupid by a question, by actually a a barrage of questions by Peter Ducey of Fox News. She couldn't answer them. Now, we showed that video. It happened again today. It happened again today with the same question from a different reporter. Finally, somebody else holding her accountable the garbage pail kid lookalike that she is. And she did the same thing. Not only did she do the same thing and get stuck on stupid, but she actually looks like she is like, I hate being here. Stop asking me these questions. So pompous, so arrogant. Here is your White House press secretary. Can anybody say circle back with Jen Psaki at least? She was at least better than this woman. This woman has no idea how to even speak. She sounds like her boss. Turn and ask you to pressure. But just a couple. You quoted um, experts saying that um, the package referencing the IRA would quote quickly and 
noticeably bring down healthcare costs for families will be more than fully paid for. Mm -hmm. Jen Psaki talked about on February 2nd, he's committed to sustainable and responsible policy and ensuring that our long-term investments are fully paid for, like Build Back Better. Mm -hmm. uh, Brian Deese talked about uh, packages that would be fully paid for across Look how time. Upset the she president is. in multiple spe speeches <laughs> talked about this bill, this is in December, referring to the BBB, is fully, is paid fully, fully paid for, it won't increase the deficit. Anyway, the question is, yeah. do you all, do you all believe that this, this student loan program is fully paid for? And if it's not, why does the president think it was important to have all of his other spending priorities fully paid for to be fiscally responsible, but not this one? So we do, uh, we, so this again. This is the question that um, here we go. Uh, my colleague here, uh, uh, Ambassador, got. So uh, it, we have to get a better sense, right, of what uh, we're talking about as far as cost. Wait, let me just let me just say that out loud. She is the she is the domestic policy advisor, and when she was asked that question, so I just want to iterate what she said. Reiterate, uh, but we not do iterate. believe it will be fully paid for because of the because of the work that this president has done with the economy, because of what you just said. Um, uh, well, what I just said is what we have done to, to bring down the deficit, the deficit reduction. What you just that said, I mean, what I just said. will continue uh, to do. Look, when you look at I IRA, uh, it is also that three that $300 billion uh, deficit is going to matter, right? When you think about that $1.7 trillion by the end of uh, this fiscal year is going to matter as well. Uh, and also, here's the thing. When we talk about... Um, uh, the pause being lifted, that's going to bring into uh, bring $50 billion per year back into the Treasury, right? That was actually uh, not happening throughout almost for two years now. So that's going to be coming back at the same time uh, that basically uh, people are, are getting these uh, are getting these benefits from this. So I'd come back and I'd be like, so um, that's all great, um, but um, um, but hold on, hold on. You said it, not me. I mean, I said it, not you. I mean, you, me, you, 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 me, 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 you. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's going to come back. It's going to come back after the pause. The pause is, uh, you know, once that pause is done, you know, then 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 fifty billion dollars to go back to the treasury. You know, and 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 and, and I just got. I, I know I didn't answer your question, and I know I didn't come even remotely close to answering your question about anything that you asked. And I know that everybody in this room is now dumber for having listened to what I just said. But you got to understand the work that this administration has done is unparalleled. The work that we have done. God bless Joe Biden and the work that he's done. The streaks left in his pants. You know, the marks left on the on, on the. Uh, on the crosswalk from him falling on his bike. You know, the work that he's done, it's just so great that we're gonna we're gonna funnel that money, you know, back through the, the you know, through through Ukraine. I mean, no, no, don't say that. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Not through Ukraine. I mean through uh, you know, to paying the uh the schools and the students and you know the and and, and President Trump separated kids from the border though. Everybody in that room is just sitting there going. Even dem even uh, left wing reporters are sitting there going. <laughs> but yeah, somebody, uh, uh, KC 2022 just said, can you blame her for trying to sort through Biden's crap? <laughs> It'd be the worst job in the world. At least though, you should pick somebody with a little bit of intelligence who can spin it. She can't even spin it. She's spun. You can't spin if you're spun and she's spun out. She is spun out. Spun out like a druggie, <laughs> spun out like a druggie trying to detox. Un absolutely unbelievable. Really, really just, uh, it's a shame. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to have somebody with that job. I mean, remember Kaylee McEnany? She'd come up there, she got a binder this thick, all color-coded. Yeah, what about you, fake news moron? What do you got there? Yeah, yeah, ba 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 Hey, only smack that on your face real quick. See ya. What about you? You got something to say? Oh, here, let me cut you off before you're done. I already know where you're getting to. ba 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 Boom. Was that your question? Yeah, how did you know? Because you all asked the same thing. Shut up, you're done. You, you want to be roasted next? You in the back? I didn't say anything. Either way, you're roasted. Look at you. You look stupid. Boom. Anybody else? Nope. Color code. Out. Whoop. That was, Kel that was Kaylee McEnany. You know what I mean? Uh, now we got uh, garbage pail kid. Meanwhile, her boss, Captain Corn Pop, popped off at the mouth today as, 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 his, as his boss 
Obama used to say, he's popping off at the mouth. He's popping off, popping off. You're popping off, popping off. Well, he popped off today. Joe Biden did. The problem, the ha- the problem with corn pop popping off is he's just racist. And he says racist things. I'm surprised this isn't the talk of the town today. But listen what he says here about the, you know when he's trying to sell this stupid school loan thing. He says black people don't have houses and black people don't have equity in their homes. I could bring on five people right now that happen to be black that I know that would say, I, I, I have plenty of equity in my home, sir. Not Joe Biden. Nope. Racist Joe. Check this out. About a third of the borrowers have debt but no degree. And worst of both worlds, debt and no degree. The burden is especially heavy on black and Hispanic borrowers who on average have less family wealth to pay for it. There's no, they don't own their homes to borrow against to be able to pay for college. Family wealth. Do you have any family wealth? Raise your hand in the comment section if you grew up on food stamps, building character like most of us, trailer park living, growing up picking cans up on the side of the road so you could possibly get some potatoes, some rice, some cereal. How many had WIC? Raise your hand if you had WIC. Raise your hand if you were on welfare. All of the above right here, folks. What is he talking about? Who's got family wealth? Who's got family wealth that passes down? Who's got a family mansion or land that passes down? What is he talking about? He's talking about his own life. He's talking about his own stupid, corrupted political life. We don't know that life either. Numb nuts, most of us don't. I can tell you right now, I grew up with everything that I just mentioned. Wick, food stamps, welfare, picking up cans on the side of the street, getting my butt beat constantly, abused, verbally abused. When Come on. You grow out of it. You toughen up. It builds character. Black people don't have any family wealth. Well, neither do I. I guess I'm black. What a racist, racist, racist thing to say. I don't have any family wealth. Am I, does that mean I... If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. There it is. Play it again. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Then you ain't black. But I guess I am. Because I don't have family wealth. And I guess most of you are too that are probably watching. Guess we're all black. (laughs) Uh, What a moron. What a moron. And then, to to top it all off, he brings in Susan Rice. Of all people, does everybody remember Susan Rice? Well, you should. Because her and Barack Hussein Obama are the two that are pulling the strings running this country. He brings in Susan Rice who worked with Hillary Clinton during the Benghazi disaster to arrest some guy in the northwest of the United States who made a cartoon that apparently pissed off some Muslims and they killed everybody in Benghazi. Yeah, okay, okay, that, who, where'd that guy go? Is that guy dead or is he still in jail? So he brings on Susan Rice to validate this ridiculous claim that everything's going to be okay. Does anybody believe Susan Rice? I mean, where's she been since Benghazi? We got this video, Susan Rice. Let's bring this up real quick. Check this out. Unbelievable. Like, like she holds any water. You know what I mean? Like anything she says holds any water. This is not a giveaway to rich people. This is not uh, any of the things that uh, Republican critics have charged. Uh, it, don't you remember when her boss... Barack Hussein Obama said that if he had it his way, he would run his country from the basement and he would have somebody with an earpiece just basically feeding them everything they needed to say. I remember that. Do you remember that? If people would ask me, knowing what you know now, do you wish like you had a, sec- a, a third term? Um, and I, I used to say, you know what, if, if I could make an arrangement where... Um, I had a, I had a, a stand-in, a front man or front woman, and, and they had an earpiece in, and I was just in my basement in my sweats mm-hmm. looking through the stuff, and then I could sort of deliver the lines, but somebody else was uh, doing all the talking and ceremony. Wow. I, I'd be fine with that. When we disagree, it'll be just like, so far, it's been just like when Barack and I did. It's in private. She'll say, I think we should do A, B, C, or D. And I'll say, I, don't, I like A, don't like B and C. Mm-hmm. And let's go, okay. But, and I, like I told Barack, if, if, if I reach something where there's a, 
a fundamental disagreement we have based on a moral principle, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll develop some disease uh, and say I have to resign. Uh, 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 just like your boss, Barack Hussein Obama. There you go, folks. You don't need to take my word for it that the guy's running the country. He explained exactly what he's going to be doing. Using a front guy, a moderate, who sniffs kids, rapes kids, funnels money through the government, funnels money through foreign governments, uses his son like a crackhead puppet, craps his pants and doesn't know where he is. That, ladies and gentlemen, is Captain Corn Pop. And you heard his boss, if I could find a way to run the country uh, from the basement, feeding a little guy, uh, I would. <laughs> I think I think that's what's going on. How about you? Another break here on Real America's Voice News so they can pay some bills and I can take a break. We'll be right back after this. They're all in on it together. They're all in on it together. Stephen Colbert, he's right there with him. Didn't we see Stephen Colbert with like George Clooney and and uh, and and uh, Barack Hussein Obama with a bunch of Chinese kids all taped up on a boat or something? I wonder how real that was. I bet it was absolutely real. I bet it was absolutely real. Freddie is in the building. How you doing? Moon says yes. They're all creeping out now. Yep, they are. They are. He doesn't have to develop. It, he has it. Amen. Freddie is in the building. How you doing, brother? How you doing? Good to see you. Rock and roll is in the building. Amazes me that we, uh, amazes me we don't even have, um, everybody in here on Rumble tonight. I guess we got to go on a, I guess you got to go on a sharing spree. Um, but yeah, I, I couldn't wait to bring that video up of Barack Obama. If you've never seen that. I assume most of you have seen it by now. But if you haven't, at least you know now that he actually said it out of his mouth. I didn't say it. He's making me blow chunks. Obama, Biden, two turds. There you go. <laughs> two, two turds. Thank you, Grace. I appreciate you. Uh, God bless you, and thank you very much. Hey, you know what? Let's give some... I got to give some love right now to some folks who uh, donated on JeremyHarrell.com uh, today. Sandra Arroyo, Arroyo, excuse me. God bless you, and thank you very much. Linda Ryder Smith, thank you. Gregory uh, Hanna, Paul West Whetstone, Marianne Caspar, Diane Budzillo, Kendall Touche, Suzanne McKinney, Shalane Weaver, Diana Spisak, Karen Tehan, Tehan, Deborah Saylor, Susan Patrick, William Schmidt. Wendy Walker, love you, Wendy. God bless you, and thank you very much. Diane Anderson, Nanetta Dougherty, Michael Weed, and David Dean, thank you guys for doing your part to keep Live from America going. I really, really do appreciate you. And I do try to say thank you to as many people as I possibly can, guys. I really do. Where are we at with Rumbles? Anybody know? We're only at 890 Rumbles? Well, we can fix that. We can fix that. Freddie, good to see you, my friend. Thank you for joining in. All right, let's come back from this break. <clears throat> and we are back right here, Real America's Voice News, folks. We're going, to st- we're going to continue to talk about this bailout for ballots scheme. That's all this is, is a bailout for ballots scheme. We pay off your student debt somehow, some way. And I guarantee you, folks, what they're doing right now is working behind the scenes. I said this last night to ensure that if anybody is a recipient of that money, if it even gets that far, I don't think it will. There's already massive lawsuits in the the works. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But let's say it gets all the way through and he can allocate this money without Congress and it goes, I guarantee you there will be a stipulation. And that stipulation is you'll have to prove that you voted or something. Something will happen. They're not just going to do this in hopes. But does it work out for the Dems either way? Hear me out. Hear me out. Let's say the Democrats try to get this to go through and lawsuits stop it, right? And every, all these lawsuits, they stop it right in its tracks and no, you can't do this unilaterally. It's got to go through Congress. It would need, you know, 60 votes in the Senate. It's going to be a, a whirlwind of hell to try to get this done. Let's say that happens. Let's say that, that they get it all the way through. They don't have to take it through Congress and they get ready to give these people the money. All right. They win. They win because a lot of these people will go vote for them 
Or what happens if they do this? What happens if they get contested in court and it takes it goes to federal court, appellate court, all the Supreme Court, and they say, nope, you can't do this. Well, then the Democrats can say, the Republicans are trying to stop your education. They don't want you to have free education. They use the word free like nobody's paying for it, right? So then they're like, oh, bad Republicans, bad Republicans, Democrats all the way. They tried to make it so we didn't have to pay our school loans. It's a win-win situation for them. How do we beat that? How do we beat that? Well, first of all, let's talk about the, the group that's uh, the Job Creators Network that is exploring legal challenges to block the Biden student bailout, okay? The Job Creators Network, a small business advocacy group, is exploring legal challenges to block the Biden administration's student loan bailout. This move is fundamentally unfair to the tens of millions of people, hardworking Americans of all, of all colors, of all backgrounds, who never went to college and are now forced to shoulder loan forgiveness for the consultant class. Group president and CEO Alfredo Ortiz said yesterday, shortly after Biden's announcement, it's also unfair to those who have scrimped and saved to repay their student, let, uh, student loan debts. They already paid back their student debt, and now they will be forced to pay back the growing national debt as the result of this bailout. So they are already working with lawyers. I'm sure there's other organizations, too, that's going to file a lawsuit and try to stop this debt in its tracks. So let's say that happens, which I believe that it will. Okay, then you run the risk of, okay, now they're going to use this as a talking point. And the talking point is going to be Democrats good, Republicans bad. They're still going to try to garner those same votes from those same people. They have marginalized these people. They brainwashed them and indoctrinated them into, hey, look, look, we're going to give you. Democrats want to do this. So they've already got a sure way to at least get, I'd say, 40% of these people's vote. How do you combat that? I'll tell you how you combat that. You combat, you combat that. With good old-fashioned, ladies and gentlemen, good old-fashioned, earn it. Good old-fashioned, open up opportunities. Good old-fashioned, this is what you got to do. You have to ask somebody, if I give you something, right, can I take it away? Well, yeah, I suppose you could. If I give you something, do I have the power to take it away? I suppose you do. Well, if the federal government gives you something, like access to money, then the federal government can either take it away or make you repay it, can't they? Yeah. Well, how can the federal government not take what you have if you earn it, if you build it, if you work hard and you take it yourself? So instead of saying, oh, oh, uh, the Republicans are bad because we didn't give you free money, say, no, we don't want to give you free money. We don't want to give anybody anything for free because if it's given to you for free, then it can be taken back or it can be made, especially if it's from the federal government, that you have to repay that stuff with interest. Instead, what we want to do is take you back to Trump's America, Trump's policies, where manufacturing jobs were going crazy. There was more jobs than there was people to work them, and people wanted to work because they wanted to build a wealth. They wanted to build their own so they couldn't have it taken. And that's, that's how we combat it. You combat it with good old-fashioned, hard-work American patriotism on the ideals of if you work for it and earn it, nobody can take it from you. Now, I know they'll nickel and dime you to death. I know they'll nickel and dime you to death, but you get my point, right? You get my point. That's what we have to do. We have to show them that good old-fashioned hard work not only builds character, not only gives you a skill, not only builds wisdom, but also builds something that nobody can come and take from you for free. It's absolutely amazing, folks. Absolutely amazing. And I know that we've built a world where the youngsters want everything for free, but we've got to change that. We have got to change that culture. And that's how we do it. Give them opportunities, not handouts. Give them hand ups, not handouts. It's that easy. It's that easy. And we have to change that culture and we have to tell them you have to work for what you want. The good old fashioned way. That's why this country is so rich. That's why there's a middle class. There's a middle class because of that. Educate them if you can. But that should be a major campaign of the right right now. Not making seven-minute videos of how racist Biden is. He just said another racist thing today. Nobody cares. But you got Ronald McDaniel out there spending millions of dollars that were donated to the RNC, probably in Trump's name. And they're putting out videos about racist remarks that Biden said. Instead of putting out a campaign about how earn it, work for it, and nobody can ever take it from you, here's how we're going to do it. Here's our plan. Put out a plan. They don't have one. 
It's that easy, good old-fashioned nose-to-the-grind work, good old-fashioned nose-to-the-grind marketing campaigns about ownership. The, the NWO, uh, NWO doesn't want you to own anything. The, 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 the World Health Organization and the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, George Soros, they don't want you to own anything. And you can't own anything if they give it to you. Every one of you that have kids and grandkids should show them this segment right here. They can't take what they didn't give. Not without a fight. And not legally. Not here in these United States of America. And I fully believe that that red, white, and blue is still, far, is still alive and well behind me. How about you? Now, this Title IX stuff. We got to get into this Title IX stuff, folks. I got to talk about this. We only have a little time left to air your grievances publicly on the Federal Register. We've talked about this over and over and over again. I've even put the links in previous shows to the Federal Register. But I got to tell you something. This Title IX, you want to know what you get with Title IX? Pedophilia in your schools. Let me read for you, top to bottom, the proposed regulations for Title IX. Ready? Clearly protect students, and this is from the, the government, so they're going to make it sound like it's friendly to protecting p- people, but really what it's saying is that they're going to allow uh, pedophilia and sex to just overrun your schools. That's what they want. Check it out. To clearly protect students and employees from all forms of sexual discrimination. The word sex right there in the first one. Provide full protection from sex-based harassment. Protect the right of parents and guardians to support their elementary school and secondary school children uh, when it comes to sex conversations. Require schools to take prompt and effective action to end any end any sexual discrimination in their education programs and activities. Protect students and employees who are pregnant and have pregnancy-related conditions. Another sex reference. Require schools to respond promptly to all complaints of sex discrimination with a fair and reliable process that includes trained, unbiased decision makers to evaluate the evidence. Require schools to provide support, supportive measures to students and employees affected by conduct that may constitute sex discrimination. Protect LGBTQIA students from discrimination based on sexual orienta- orientation. Gender identity and sex characteristics. That's 10 references so far to sex, and we're only 11 bullet points in. Clarify and confirm protection from retaliation for students, employees, and others who exercise their Title IX rights. Improve and um, improve the adaptability of the regulations, grievances, uh, procedure requirements so that all recipients can implement Title IX's promise of non-discrimination fully and fairly in their educational environments. And last but not least, ensure that schools share their non-discrimination policies with all students, employees and other participation or participants in their educational programs and activities. Ten out of the 14 bullet points. All we're talking about sex. With who? Every kid under 18. This is talking about your public schools. Are we, are we literally supposed to be talking about sex and protecting sex and having sex under 18 in our schools? The entire public school system has become a breeding ground for little racist pedophiles who don't know what gender they are and end up either mutilating themselves, cutting something off, Going to a psych ward or, or ladies and gentlemen, having a, a gender identity crisis or a self-identity crisis for the rest of their natural born lives. Sex, 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 sex. It's all they want. It's all they want. Sickos. Never in my life would I ever imagined that going to school would be so dangerous. Never in my life. Love how they accused Trump of being a racist while using the color to describe him. Libs are so stupid. There you go, orange man bad. Exactly. Orange man bad. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I've showed this to you before. I'm going to show it to you again. This is a demo and a demo only. Not going to leave them up there long because addresses are on there. But there it is, folks. You know what that is? The deed to my home. It was a demo. I didn't know it was a demo when they showed it to me. I thought it was real. I thought somebody really stole my house. They said, no, we did that. We did that in 10 minutes. And a hacker will be able to do it a lot quicker. Identity theft is on the down slope. And uh, home theft is on the upscale. 
home title theft. The only deed that you have to your house, to your house that proves that you own it, it, or the only proof that you have is the deed. The problem is most deeds are all digital, meaning that everybody has access to them. A criminal can find, forge your signature, and refile as the new homeowner. Then he'll take out major loans in your home equity and leave you in debt, and you won't know until the collection notices start showing up. Homeowner's insurance doesn't cover you, and neither do common identity theft programs. Home title lock is your peace of mind that your deed to your home is protected. Go to HomeTitleLock.com slash LFA. Use the promo code LFA. You'll get a $100 free value, a scan of your home, to see if anybody's tried to steal your title. And if so, you can get it locked down immediately without causing yourself hundreds of thousands of dollars of financial damage in court. HomeTitleLock.com slash LFA. Pedos and trolls, trolls and pedos. They're all learning a lesson today. Here on Live from America. Let's get back and let's crush the show out. Here we go. Folks, thank you very much for being here tonight on Real America's Voice News and across this nation and across the world. Listening on podcasts, iHeartRadio, Rumble, Getter, and and everywhere. Digital TV everywhere. We can't be stopped. Now, I want to tell you the tale of two futures here. and Two very real futures, I'm not going to lie. These are two very real futures. And the course that we take is truly in our hands. Are you ready for this? Do you want to be a land of strong, God-fearing, blessed abundance? Or do you want to be a land of famine, godlessness, and hopelessness? I have a feeling that most of you will say that you want to be a land that actually is prosperous and is with God. I'm going to show you this first video from Emmanuel Macron. I've told, he's the president of France. I told you to get ready. I told you what their plans were. I told you that the NWO, working with the WEC and the WHO and the United States government and governments around the world were planning this. Now they want you to eat bugs. Listen to what Emmanuel Macron says about the time of abundance. It's over and famine is coming. The time of abundance is over and famine is coming. President of France right here. Here we go. What we are living through is a time of great upheaval. Firstly, because we are witnessing, and not just since this summer, but over the past few years, the end of what we might have seen as abundance. And for those who enjoyed it, it is also the end of a carefree time. Our freedom, the liberty to which we have grown accustomed to in our lives has a price, and sometimes when we have to defend it, we have to make certain sacrifices as we fight to defend it. Well, there you go, folks. There you go. He said it. If you were, if you were fortunate enough to be alive during abundance, remember that time. Remember that time, he said, if you were fortunate uh, enough to be alive in a time of abundance, in a time of great wealth, remember that because you're never going to have it again. That's what the president of France says. Now, I want to play a video for you in quite stark contrast to that, which shows prosperity, which shows keeping these godless losers like Macron and these other, uh, these other NWO leaders at bay. Actually, not only keeping them at bay, but keeping them running from us. Uh, let's go no further than gubernatorial candidate in Arizona, Carrie Lake. Lady Hobbs is MIA. It's just crazy. You should have to debate your opponent, right? But she refuses to debate me. I guess I can't blame her. She doesn't have anything to run on. She knows that I'm going to hold her accountable for her horrific record. This woman is a monster. She has been uh, twice convicted of being a racist. Two separate juries convicted Hobbs of racial discrimination, costing the voters close to $3 million. She supports abortion right up until birth and beyond. She's against school choice, yet she went to a private school and she sent her daughter to a charter school. And she literally supports child genital mutilation and even lists that on her website. She is truly the most radical candidate in the entire country, and Arizona is absolutely not interested in Katie Hobbs. She doesn't want to face the voters. 
Katie Hobbs there is you go. MIA. So, so is- why did I show that video? Because because Kerry Lake is always on the offense. Kerry Lake, Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump, these characters, Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, they're never going to let the left beat them because they stand up and they keep their foot on the gas. So you can either keep your foot on the gas and be a godly American and take over and not let the NWO ruin this nation any further, or you can be like France and sit down, eat bugs, and say the world is over. Sorry you enjoyed abundance, but no more. You decide, folks. Anyway, that's going to do it for Live from America tonight. God bless each and every one of you for being here. I appreciate you. I love you. I'm going to ask you to go to JeremyHarold.com. Link to all my social media there. Follow the Rumble page. Follow the Getter page. Let's grow together. All boats rise. Shout out to RAV. And remember, there are right ways and wrong ways. There's only one Yahweh, so stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I got to go. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Remember, folks, keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close and keep spreading that gospel. Peace. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.